Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in the book of Philippians, the fourfold secret of outrageous, contagious joy. Today we're looking at verses 7 and 8 of chapter 1, and God confidence continues to give me that thankful heart. And now we're going to learn we can thank God by loving. Did you know we're never more godlike and joyful than when we love others? I wish I could be as loving towards others as Paul was, who, by the way, strove to be as loving towards others as Jesus was. Paul reminded his Philippian friends that they had a very special place in his heart and that God knew how much he loved them with a similar kind of affection and compassion that Jesus had for them. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knoweth not God, for God is love. That's in 1 John 4, 7. We can thank God for loving uh, us by expressing his love to others. Did you get that? We can thank God for loving us by expressing his love to others. In a world of hate, godly love can break through the hardest of hearts. Through his own example, Paul taught the Philippians six very important principles about godly love. Six principles we need to hide in our hearts as well. Number one, godly love involves making right choices that result in right feelings. Two, godly love comes from the heart and is not hypocritical, fake, or phony. Number three, godly love does not run or hide during difficult times of life. Number four, godly love is a natural overflow of God's grace towards us. Number five, godly love never goes unnoticed by God himself. And number six, godly love loves others in the same way that our Lord Jesus Christ loves us. So let's look at them quickly. Godly love involves making right choices that result in right feelings. The words, it is meet for me to think this of you all, simply mean it's only right for me to feel this way about you. Even though love is a command and a choice, it does involve feelings and emotions. We must be careful not to get out of balance in this by either basing decisions solely on emotional feelings or by suffocating uh, the feelings to the point of squeezing all joy out of love. It is much better to act your way into a right set of feelings than to feel your way into a right set of actions. Good feelings come from good choices that please a good God. Number two, godly love comes from the heart and is not hypocritical, fake, or phony. Paul assured his friend saying, I have you in my heart. Nothing is more repulsive than someone pretending that they love someone with all the soupy, syrupy silliness that accompanies fake love. Some junior high girls will fake love to get acceptance or popularity. Some teen guys will fake love to satisfy their egos or their lusts. Some fake love to manipulate others to get what they want. Godly love that comes from the heart is real, is focused on others, and will last a lifetime. Godly love does not run or hide during difficult times of life. The Philippian believers stuck with Paul even when he was treated as a convict and a criminal, thrown in prison for simply preaching the gospel. They were not ashamed to be identified with either Paul or the gospel. It is sad to say that the fear of rejection, the fear of what others will say, and the fear of being different causes many professing believers to run and hide. Do you fear rejection? Do you fear taking a stand for God? Never forget John's admonition to his fearful friends. There is no fear in what we could say true love. Again, godly love is a natural overflow of God's grace toward us. Paul told the Philippians that they were 
partakers of grace with him. He could not have survived his imprisonment and persecution without God's grace. It would have been easy for Paul to have become angry and bitter against his God-hating persecutors, but he chose instead to love them and lead them to his loving Lord. Only by the amazing grace of God could anyone love in this way. Let's pray that neither of us, neither you nor me, would ever proudly resist the life-sustaining grace that God so freely offers to all of us. Also, godly love never goes unnoticed by God himself. God is my record. God is my witness. God knows my heart. You can fool your friends, but you cannot fool God. He knows your heart. You can fool your family members, but you cannot fool God. He knows your thoughts. In essence, Paul was saying, if any of you think that I am pretending when I say I love you just like Christ loves me, I call God himself to the witness stand. He knows my heart. I go on record saying that God will testify that what I'm saying is true. I long after you. I desire to be with you. God is my witness. And again, we see that godly love loves others in the same way that our Lord Jesus Christ loves us. For God is my record. How greatly I long after you in the bowels of Jesus Christ. Now, we don't use the phrase in the bowels today like it was used when the English Bible was first written. Instead of saying in the bowels, referring to the innermost, deepest seat of emotion, we would say from the bottom of my heart. However you say it, the affection that Paul had for his friends in Philippi causes any love we have for our friends to pale in comparison. Most of us are too busy loving ourselves to love others. Godly care that seeks the best for others is a true hallmark for a godly Christian. How did Jesus Christ love me? Talk about total sacrifice. He left heaven for me. He became a man for me. He was mocked for me. He was beaten for me. His beard was yanked out by the handfuls for me. His back was bloodied for me. His hands and feet were pierced for me. He died for me. He did all this in order to bring me to God. Jesus Christ loved me that much. My love for others is seen by my commitment to bring them closer to God. Do you share Christ with your friends? Have you ever suffered any ridicule or rejection for telling someone about Christ's love? Paul loved others like Christ loved him. We all should do the same. We need to pray, Lord, help us to love others like Paul loved the Philippians. Help us to love others like you love us. Help us to stop loving ourselves long enough to start loving others. Help us, help us, dear Lord. Hey, our time's up for today, but today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, let's be glad in it, and I hope that you have a good and loving day.